Man, you know the only person on Buffalo Bills you know is Josh. That's your boy, man. I'm going to say he's inaccurate as hell. People need to stop overhyping his arms. Everyone in Fireball thinks he's a goat. Bro, everybody in Fireball's like, have you guys seen this who's arm? This who can throw this? And I'm like, have you seen his fucking accuracy? Like, he can't. Man, I'm probably more accurate with the football he is. You know what I don't get? Like, okay, obviously I've never watched a Buffalo Bills game, but everyone's saying he's a good runner. Is that true? No, he gets injured when they've he even compared him to fucking Mike Vick, dude. So this is the thing. I don't know if people are trolling or what. No, he's a good runner, but he's not a Mike Vick runner. Lamar Jackson is a Mike Vick runner, but Josh is like sees a space and goes for. Josh is more like of a Cam, mm. but a weak Cam Newton. Mm. So think about it. This that's actually the best comparison in the NFL to what Josh Allen is. He's a Cam Newton, but not a. Not as good as a Cam Newton. So Cam, like, he's not as accurate as a... But that, that kind of style of play, they have the same style of play. But he's not as accurate as Cam Newton. He's not as strong. And he doesn't make... He can't expand the runs as much as Cam Newton. And when he gets hit, he gets injured. So his body's not going to take what Cam Newton's body takes. Like, that, literally all the injuries he's had in the NFL when he got injured first, on a run. Got injured. Got hit. Injured. Came back, played, on a run. Got injured. So he gets injured on the runs. His body isn't made to take these hits like him running. Because the thing is, he runs and gets hits like Cam Newton. He plays exactly like Cam Newton. But he's not as accurate as Cam Newton. And that's a lot because Cam Newton ain't accurate for shit. <laughs> and his body's not as strong to take those hits like Cam Newton. Yeah. So we're going by division or we're going by the list? You should well, I don't know. This list right here is just... Okay. I, this list has them in, in, in order, though, I think. All right. So we're reading off the odds. So see... Look, they put AFC East, Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets, and then it goes to NFC East. Wait, 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 wait. Show so me that. So it goes by the divisions. All right, start over. It goes by divisions, start and then over? it tells you the teams. So see start the first over. four teams, you know, AFC East, okay. Bills, Dolphins, All right, slow down, Patriots, slow down. Jets. And go it back shows, up. like, what their win or okay. loss percentage is okay, going to be. Okay, go back up. Okay, so Buffalo Bills. Six what's and their ten. Per- six and ten. Do you think that's accurate? Wait, wait, are we starting? Are we starting? Do you think that's accurate? Wait, are we no? starting? Tell me when we're starting. Yeah, we're starting. We've been oh, starting. Oh, okay, okay. So, okay. All right. So, just start talking. So, 6 and 10. I think they're being a little too generous for you the You didn't Buffalo even say Bills. who's getting t- 6 and 10. Oh, the Buffalo All right, Bills. so here we got the division of the AFC East, guys. You know, we're just going to do a quick little prediction here. The Buffalo Bills are predicted by Vegas odds to go 6 and 10. We're going to do a little discussion where we think that's true or not. George, what do you think of that I, prediction? I think they're giving them way too much credit. I think I think they win at least four to five games. What do you think about Josh Allen? Josh He's predicted Allen, to be a GOAT. Injury. <laughs> Maybe in your hometown. Um, I'm from Fireball, guys. Fireball, California. This guy was uh, best friends with Josh Allen back no, in the I day. No, I wasn't. Don't quote him that. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I just don't think this team is stacked. I mean... Let's see. No. This team does not have a good defensive line, does not have an O-line. And let's be realistic, guys. Josh Allen is not a GOAT. He is basically a cheaper version of Cam Newton. And Wait. what has Cam Newton done? He's Wait. not accurate. Wait, you're recording on your phone too? No, I'm just, I like. I had like a little mic. He's a little mic. <laughs> That's true. Damn, man, you stopped me, man. <laughs> man, I don't be that guy that tries shit on everybody. Your phone's a mic. <laughs> Josh Allen's basically a cheaper version of Cam Newton. Let's be honest. He's not as accurate as he. He's not as great of a runner, and his body's not made to take them hits. Look at at Cam Newton at a young age. This guy's about to miss a whole season because he can't take them hits. And I mean, he was a he was pretty injury prone in uh, in college, correct? Missed a whole year in college. 
So let's stop discussing this guy's a goat and let's be realistic about what he is. <laughs> Moving on. Wait, we wait. do not think they're going to be 6-10. and 10. Wait, just real quick. Do you think the Bills are going to trade LaShawn McCoy? Hey, you can't tell me about players that I don't know. You can't put me on the spot like that. Do you don't know who LaShawn McCoy no, is? No, man. Shady McCoy. I'm going on to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, moving on to the Dolphins, I guess. The Dolphins are predicted to go 3-13. and 13. What do you think about that, George? 3-13? and 13? Hey, I have to agree. I mean, who'd they get? Josh Rosen? <laughs> they got Josh Rosen, bro. Who's their starting quarterback? Fitzmagic? Is it Fitzmagic? I think they're not doing the Dolphins a service. I think the first the they should have switched with the Bills. I think the Dolphins will be six and ten. Six and ten, huh? Because we forget that Fitz Magic can give you probably about <laughs> five games during the whole season of being the GOAT. We forget when he's good, he throws for four hundred yards. That's true. And I, I mean, think the Dolphins will be a six and ten team. I mean you have a decent you have a decent running back, um, you know, Kenyon Drake and I mean Amendola went to the Lions, I believe, right? I think um, so. They don't have him anymore. Uh, can't really recall who they drafted. Uh, Cameron Wake left. The best defensive lineman. Robert Quinn went to Dallas. Another defensive lineman. Uh, honestly, man, Miami, yeah, I'd say five games. I'd say they win at least five games. Moving and, on. And now we come to the wait, wait, wait. the Super Bowl Wait, wait, wait. wait. Don't, shouldn't we leave them for last? No, they're, they're next on the list. Skip the Jets. No, they're, well, they're next on the list. Let's let's, let's leave. Let's go by the list. It's easier because when we start skipping around. I wanted to not discuss this team, but right how now can you not? we're going to the future Super Bowl champs. Yes, I said it. Future Super Bowl champs, the New England Patriots, For when, which uh, Vega has ten, them at being twelve and four. What do you think about that? Ten years from now, future Super Bowl champions. Next Super Bowl champs. Oh, God, I'm fucking sick of New England. But you know what? Whatever. They win the fucking Super Bowl. It's going to happen. They're winning the Super Bowl. Let's be honest. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here. They're winning the Super Bowl. I think they'll be right around that 11-5, and 12-4. Who can touch them? Who in the AFC can touch them? And nobody. Who? Who? I just said nobody. In it's, a small voice like that. It's disturbing. It really is. Well, let's talk about the Patriots first. Uh, let's see. You got a, you got Sony Michelle. You know, second year. I do have to say, some hits have been taken. Gronk will definitely be a miss, but I think Gronk will be back by the playoffs. I don't think he will. I think Gronk will come out of retirement for the playoffs, and then he'll get injured and not play at all. Gronk can give you a solid four to five games of being healthy if that's all he plays. But he's gonna get hurt, and I think that's all he needs to play. But he's I don't broken. think they're gonna ask for him to block. I think they're just gonna ask him to make the big catches. He's half a shell of himself. No, he is not because he proved that against what teams? The Chiefs and the Rams. When did he come clutch? When it mattered. Oh, he didn't play against uh, San Diego. I'm sorry, uh, Chargers, right? He did actually. He did. Uh, if you watch those tapes, many people may say, Gronk don't catch like he used to. <laughs> if you see how much of those runs are made by Gronk blocking, you see just how important it is. Gronk does not need to catch 10 catches a game. All Gronk needs is three good catches a game. And with his blocking ability, that's all the Patriots need from him. If, if you guys haven't, uh, if you can't tell by now, this guy's a Patriots fan, unfortunately. And I'm being very realistic. Uh, as if that's what you want to call it. 
Okay, you know what? I, I, I can't fight it anymore. I, I just have to accept it. New England is superior to every team in the NFL, and it hurts my soul to fucking say that. But you know what? You're right. The way that motherfucker performed in the playoffs, Jesus Christ. You could not stop them on third and ten. I told you guys. If you put Gronk, Brady, and Edelman together at their top performance in the playoffs, th- that offense is unstoppable. Well, hold on. Let's talk about the uh, running game first, though. Like, And with that new running game? Sony Michelle, like, they haven't had a running back like him in a very long time. James White, he's good catching the ball from the backfield, but let's be honest. A rusher like Sony Michelle hasn't been in New England for a very long time. And that number one pick, that the, that first round pick that they used for that wide receiver, a lot of people think that was a dumb pick. They needed somebody big. I don't think that's a bad pick. Um, they weren't look. The Patriots are not made on explosive plays. The Patriots not. are made on short catches and let's go. That's exactly what that receiver is. He's a big guy who's gonna get a little bit of separation, catch them, and it's hard to take well, him down. Well, let's talk about. Um... Let's talk about the defense real quick. Trey Flowers left, right? My boy went to the Lions, I believe. Isn't that right? We just need an okay defense. I went over there with uh, Patricia, if we I'm just not mistaken. We just need an okay defense. Uh, did Van Noy walk too, or is he still there? We just need an okay defense. That's all I got to say. Okay. Um, Spending too much time. We're supposed to go to other teams. Uh, it says who? Because we're just going to talk about all the teams. It's a podcast. We're talking about just- anything. We're going to talk about all, all right. teams. We're about three teams. Here's probably a team that's a little more hype than they should be. Uh, the New York Jets. New York Jets. Vegas has them at actually 5-11, and 11, so not as hyped as people think. Um, I do feel like they obviously overpaid for Le'Veon Bell. Uh, I think they just got desperate. They, they, they got too trigger happy and just overpaid that guy. Um, setting a new market for running backs, obviously. Actually, Le'Veon Bell is not. The, the highest paid running back. He is probably around the third highest paid running back. Third, okay. My bad. And Ezekiel Elliott is probably going to be the one that's going to set paying the market. Him. They're not going to pay him. Well, we'll talk about you that when we get to the Cowboys. Okay. But but you are you can agree with me, though. They're gonna you hear what him. Jerry Jones said? They're going to pay him. They're not going to pay him. They're going to pay the man. So, uh, Jets, 5-11. and 11, That sound pretty good to you? Uh, sounds reasonable to me. I don't think Sam Darnold is really the quarterback that everybody thinks he is. They think he's the next... Go, I guess I would say, in the conversation of the best young quarterbacks. I don't think Sam Darnold is that. Um, I think a lot of people are chopping it up to be that he's on the Jets team. But I think Sam Darnold's just not that quarterback. And I don't think Le'Veon Bell's going to be as explosive as he was before. So I think 5-11 and 11 is a good prediction. You know what? I'm a reach. I'm a reach. I, I think if, if Darnold can uh, manage the game, not turn the ball over... I could see them going eight and eight, maybe, maybe even nine and seven. That's just me. Moving forward to the NFC East. NFC East. Ooh. We have just who we're talking How about. How excited! The Dallas Cowboys, and Vegas has them at a nine and seven win record. Nine and seven. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. So starting off, let's just start off really quick. Why do you not think they're gonna pay Zeke? Is so Zeke get paid, get his contract extension? Well, I mean, look, look, look at the facts. Like this kid's been in trouble how many times now since entering the league? Uh, I Jerry think it's been three. Jerry Jones himself said, "You don't need a rushing leader to win the Super Bowl." What does that say? How, if you were a running back on a on a playoff potential team, Super Bowl potential team, and your owner is saying that stuff, how, how would you feel? 
you don't need a rushing leader to win a Super Bowl because it's been done without a rushing leader. But I think the thing we're forgetting is Zeke Elliott is so much more to the Cowboys than a rushing leader. The, uh, everybody talks about how great Cowboys defense is, that Cowboys defense, you know, isn't tired. They make the stops that need to happen. We're talking about... It's not a good defense, though. Uh, But they seem like a good defense, right? They seem, and by the stats, they are a good defense. By the stats, they are a great defense in the NFL. Uh, They're average. We can't deny the facts. By the facts, they are a great defense. There's no safety. Dak Prescott, Prescott, and I love Dak Prescott, but he's an okay quarterback. Dakota. And he's going to get paid too. But we can't deny the fact, Zeke Elliott makes that team go. Zeke Elliott... Bail, Ezekiel Elliott bails Dak Prescott out of bad situations. Dak Prescott is good because he knows Elliott is there. The defense is good because they're always fresh. Zeke continuously running the ball down the team's throats makes the defense not take so many snaps. So that defense is fresh throughout the whole game. And when you need it the most in the fourth quarter when games are close, that defense is still fresh. You know why? Because Zeke keeps the offense on the field. And he just keeps running and running and tiring the other team's defense out. We can't die. He's had two rushing leaders since he's been in the league. He would have had the third one if it wasn't for suspension. A guy like that is generational. The guy is going to get paid because the Cowboys are built on his abilities. He's not going to get paid, bro. So, so what happens to your top? He is about to set the market for the highest so, running back so, in the game. So what happens to your top uh, cornerback, Byron Jones? What happens to uh, Jalen Smith? What happens to um, Dakota Pre- Prescott? They're not going to pay him. They are going to pay you Dak know, Prescott. They're going to pay They're going to pay Zeke. They and they're the going to pay Amari Cooper. They don't have the and money. And they have enough money to pay them. They do not. Yes, they I do. would like to see that. They have enough. You money don't to think pay Dak them. Prescott's gonna want a larger contract than uh, Dak Carson Prescott wins? is gonna sign a thirty He's million not gonna per. Get it. Nope. Dak Prescott is gonna sign a nope. thirty million per year contract. Nope. Don't go there. You have this recording here. Don't go there. And Zeke is gonna get paid. I just don't see them keeping everyone. You're not gonna keep everybody, but Zeke and Prescott are gonna get paid. They're not. Because do you remember who made who? When did the Dallas Cowboys start winning again? When. When both Dak and Zeke were together. Uh, I just don't see that happening. That's when they started winning again. And they've been winning ever since. And as much as you want to say. What they win? Well, the Cowboys haven't won. Huh? What they win? They have been a play a playoff contender every year. They've been in the playoffs. You can't count them out as they have no chance of winning. Da- the, not after Dak's uh, You can't year. count them out as being they have no chance of winning the Super Bowl. Because there's a lot of people who would still say they might win the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't see that happening. That, and that's a lot more than a lot of teams have. Because a lot of teams have a zero shot in hell to win the Super Bowl. I don't see that happening. Moving on. <laughs> to the New York Giants. Oh, God, that shit. Vegas has them at 4-12. and 12. Oh, God. What? 4-12? and 12. Who do they have? Golden Tate as their relax, number one Relax, relax. No, 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 no. no. I, I'm, I'm about to shit on this team. Four and twelve. Give me two and fourteen, if that. But George, we're talking about Hall of Famer quarterback the new Eli Manning. Browns, bro. We're talking about Hall of Famer quarterback Eli Manning. Eli is shit, dude. Eli is no longer good. He's not a good quarterback. Would you still say Eli Manning is a future Hall of Famer? 
If you're basing, if you were the one that voted for the Hall of Fame, if you're basing it off Super Bowl rings, if you were the person that voted for Hall of Fame, not based on Super Bowl rings, off what you think the player was in the league. Just to just to quote some sidesteps, I believe a lot of players are entered into the Hall of Fame being shit players. So I think I don't put in a lot of players into the Hall of Fame. For me, the Hall of Fame would be something you really had to have a good career for. Uh, I mean, two game-winning drives in the Super Bowl, two Super Bowl rings. Honestly, I'm I'm torn. Like it's fifty-fifty for me. He gets in. He doesn't get. He doesn't get in. Uh, I'm fine. I, I'll say he's a Hall of Famer. All right, and I put the Giants at about a three, three and thirteen record, so we're right there. <laughs> next, Who's next team, we have the Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh. Vegas has them at eleven and five. Eleven. And We've five. all seen the drama this offseason. Foles left. Now it's just on the back of Carson Wentz. How do you think the Eagles will do? Carson Wentz has a lot to prove, but you know what? The Eagles got Deshaun Jackson back. I'm pretty excited for that. I've watched Jackson since he was a rookie. Explosive deep threat. I think that's a fair record. I see Philly winning the division and getting into the playoffs. You know, people might not like this take, but I actually see the Cowboys taking this division. I think a lot of people don't realize Uh, just because of Foles' age what he did for that team. I don't think Carson Wentz is a leader. I I think he's very injury prone. He may have at one point been close to putting an MVP season, but what happened? He got injured. What happened last season? He got injured. What happened in college? He got injured. You think that's just something that's up to luck? Getting injured three years in a row? That's not something. When a guy is injury prone, he's injury prone. And we've seen what happens to players like that. Uh, I think Carson. We saw RG3. RG3 Whoa. came in and put a rookie oh. and put a rookie of the year oh, no. season Don't behind him. And what happened when he got injured? Don't do that. What happened? He was never the same player. Don't do and that. I don't think Carson Wentz is going to be able to live up to the expectations that he has. Oh. And I think he's going to crumble under the pressure because Nick Foles left and now everything's on him. And I do not think when he goes down, I don't think the Eagles have a backup like Nick Foles. I think they will crumble. I think Dallas will win the division. And I'm not sure the Eagles will make it in a wild card. So the Eagles, to me, might not make the playoffs. I agree with you on one thing. And that's if Carson is out, they don't have a backup to fill those shoes. But you know what? I think he's going to have a bounce back year. I think he's ready for it. He wants to prove to the world that he can take this team deep into the playoffs. So I disagree with you. Eagles are winning that division. Uh, Last note on that. I want to say as much as he wants to do it. Sometimes we got to admit that people's bodies aren't built for the NFL. Carson Wentz may not be built to last the whole season in the NFL. That's the case. I don't think the Eagles will crack the playoffs. Well. Last team in this division, the Washington Redskins. Vegas has them at 6-10. 6-10. That's way too high for that team. I have them. 4-12. 5-11. and 11. I mean, you got a rookie quarterback coming in. Alex Smith, who knows what his future is after that horrific leg injury. Uh, I don't see the Redskins doing much this year. Yeah, you know, Redskins got... Um, I'm trying to remember his name Dwayne really Haskins. quick. Dwayne Haskins. I think he's, you know, he told that the... He, he said he's going to prove the Giants wrong for not having picked them first. But I don't think the Giants should have even selected a quarterback in this draft. I don't think there was any good quarterbacks. 
Uh, I don't think Dwayne Haskins is going to prove a point. I don't think he's that elite of a quarterback, especially if he has to lead a team in his first year. So I definitely see the Washington Redskins falling to about a 4-12 team. And I think that's just where they're at. Definitely. And then we get to the one, uh, one personally division that I actually really like Which and is- think is going to be very interesting this next season. Probably to me, I think the probably most interesting division, the AFC North. AFC North. Let's start off with the Baltimore Ravens. Vegas has them at a nine and seventeen. Nine and seventeen. What do you think about that? Nine and seven. I think that's about right. Uh, I'm leaning towards eight and eight. I. Lamar Jackson to me is just so inconsistent. Uh, beautiful throws. It's. It's 50-50, honestly. Lopsided throws. But, you know, the young man can extend plays and just run the ball, man. He really can. Um, If you convert on that, you know, third and ten, you will be pretty successful in this league. So, again, I see them being 50-50, 8-8. I think so. I actually see this with the Baltimore Ravens being um, dead on. Uh, Who did they just go out? They They went out and got Mark Ingram. They got Mark Ingram from the Saints. Uh, uh, I think that was one of the things, you know, I, I don't think anybody really talks too much about that um, offseason, uh, basically, you know, uh, buying, basically, you know, not a lot. You stop recording? No, no. Oh, you know, a lot of people Kinda don't like talk stats. about that, but I think that was actually one of the best acquires the team did off this offseason. We're talking about Baltimore Ravens, who, you know, made the playoffs last year with a rookie quarterback. I think a lot of people are already saying Lamar Jackson can't throw and he can't do this. We're forgetting he's a young guy. We're forgetting he's, his arm is going to get better. We did see flashes that he can throw. A lot of people were surprised that he can throw as far as he can. He's got the arm that he has. He's not completely bad with accuracy, and we're going to see him get better. His run is absolutely, you know, teams have to watch out for that. Uh, just with Mark Ingram, he's a great guy and running through the slots. And I think teams are going to have a hard time when dealing with Mark Ingram running and also having the threat that Lamar Jackson can take off at any time. Like George said here, three and tens, you know, getting third down provisions is one of the most important things in the NFL. If you can get that pretty successful as a team. I think with having those two basically running threats and then also having the threat that Lamar Jackson can extend a play and can make a throw. I think you're definitely going to be a good team. And I think Baltimore Ravens is somebody we could be seeing in that uh, wild card making the playoffs at 9-7. and seven. You see, my only problem with the running style, college-type, you know, uh, NFL offense, it's just it hasn't worked, man. It has not worked. Uh, you, you see flashes of it, but in the end, teams figure you out, and they stop you. So I really don't see Lamar Jackson having a good year, but it might be a you decent know, year. You let's, know, let's be honest with that. A lot of teams say that. Did a lot of teams figure out the Seahawks? Let's be honest, I love the Patriots, but if the Seahawks would have ran that last ball, we could have been talking about the Seahawks running back-to-back Super Bowls, and they were a running team. They were literally exactly this. They had they had a running well, back. Well, they had your dual-threat quarterback. They had a dual-threat, and they had a good defense. The Ravens have always been good defensively. This is true. That has always been something of them. They have a dual-threat, and we can't forget that Lamar Jackson can actually throw, and he will be better the next season. So if you're telling me that the... I'm not saying the Baltimore Ravens would be a Super Bowl champ, but they'll definitely, I think, could get in the playoffs and be a team that'll challenge somebody. They're not going to be an easy team next season. Uh, we'll see about that. Who next, you got next? We go to the Cincinnati Bengals. 
Bengals. Uh, Let's Vegas see. has them at six to ten, which I don't know how they have them this high. Wow, you really? Think? You see them? Okay. Uh, you know what? I thought with Marvin Lewis finally getting fucking removed. How long was that guy fucking head coach? Um, I think this fresh start for the Bengals might be a good thing. They might be a sleeper team. You see flashes from Andy Dalton, but I believe AJ Green just went through a procedure, correct? Uh, he might miss some action. So I want to pull for the Bengals, but I th- I think that record's accurate, honestly. I don't think that accurate that record's accurate. Uh, let's be honest. For me, I think they're the, probably in the hardest division there is this upcoming year. That's true. And they have six tough games just within their division. Let alone the games are going to play outside. Let's so you be think said. they'll be at the bottom of the division, man? And it don't, oh, they'll definitely be at the bottom. Let's be seeing. They don't have a quarterback. They don't have players. I think they're going to be a disaster. I see them more at being um, about a 3-13 and 13 team. Yeah. That's realistically where I see them. I-, I can agree with that, then. Let's go now to a very interesting team that, you know, has been built. Probably had the whole most hype this offseason. Let's go to the Cleveland Browns. Wow. Vegas has them at 10-6 and six and actually winning the division. Winning the division, you know what? I can see that happening. Um, I don't see Pittsburgh returning to glory anytime soon. Uh, Baltimore, like I said, it's it's 50-50 for me. I think if the Browns actually execute Baker Mayfield's healthy all season, uh, your wide receiver doesn't throw his little diva tantrums, I think that this team has all the potential in the world to go all the way and challenge New England for the AFC title. You know what? I'm not going to disclose there. I am a very Patriots fan, and I actually have been watched a few games of the Cleveland Browns this last season because, you know, we've all gotten behind the – they were just had a whole losing season. I definitely watched a couple games and actually saw the game where they finally won a game this season. And one of the things I got to say, for me – Baker Mayfield is the best young quarterback there is. He's the truth. He's 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 real. He's legit. Um, I love Patrick Mahomes, but I think in this day and age, uh, I think Baker Mayfield is a better runner than Patrick Mahomes. Whoa! I've actually seen it. Reaching there, buddy. I think I think Baker Mayfield runs with more purpose than Patrick Mahomes does. I think when Baker field Baker Mayfield. Let's be honest. In this NFL, you know, we have all these running quarterbacks, and they can be successful. But who are the greatest quarterbacks? We're not talking about running quarterbacks. Are you speaking um, overall or youngest best quarterback? Overall, when we get down to the talk about quarterbacks and quarterbacks that really win the most, we're really talking about guys who stay more in the pocket. If we really get down to it, what it's well, you got to be a thrower. That's how you're successful in this league. That's how you're successful in this league. And let's be honest, I don't think there's a more accurate guy in the league right now, uh, young quarterback for the future than Baker Mayfield. I think uh, Mahomes is definitely, I think, up there. But I think Mahomes was very helped by the fact that he had Tyreek, Travis Kelsey, and obviously Kareem Hunt out the back. But let's be honest, you're not going to throw overthrow a guy like Tyreek Hill. A lot of those passes should have been overthrows. Not as good catches, but you basically have the tight end, best tight end right now in the game. You basically have the most fat. Whoa! So you're saying there's a tight end better than Gronk? I at this point, <laughs> tight, at this point, Gronk is retired. Uh, I don't think when he when he was still playing last year, he could still do give you more basically game changers. 
But I think a guy as fast as Tyreek Hill, a lot of those touchdowns were just thrown at Tyreek Hill and he would make big completions. I don't think Mahomes will have a season as good as he had his first season actually starting. Well, well, I think Mayfield is the most accurate young quarterback there is right now. I've seen him play. To me, he just he just reminds me of what a, a leader is on the field. I think he really threw that team on his back as a rookie. Head coach got fired. There's so much turbulence in the team. You gonna say? There's all kinds of shit on the bed, so you're gonna have to put it down. I'll put it down for you, but okay. <laughs> he, 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 let's be honest, he's gonna sleep on the couch. Why? You always knock it on the couch. Oh, uh, getting back to it, uh, I definitely think, you know, he really did a lot. People don't give him the credit for really staying focused in such a dysfunctional team. I definitely think this Cleveland Brown, you know, I'd say a 10 to 6 is probably good taking the division. Uh, I think they definitely have a chance to make it to the AOC Championship. Uh, I don't know about going all the way to the Super Bowl, but I think they're definitely, you know, in the top. I say if Baker and his receivers can set aside the egos and win games. Uh, shit, I turned off the sprinkler, right? I think I did. All I can say is... You can't name me a more explosive offense. No, I'm not denying that at all. Than Baker Mayfield, you Odell got, Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, you got and Nick, Kareem, and you're gonna get Kareem Hunt after his eight game suspension. You got Nick Chubb, you got uh, Njoku, their tight end, dude. This team is stacked. I think they're definitely gonna make a lot of people think it's just hype because they're on paper, but I think um, I see the Baker. Winning. I think Baker Mayfield is a real deal, and I think he's a leader. I think, I think he's so a leader too. of man. And I definitely see them making a push through the playoffs. I see that happening, too. Next, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, God. Vegas has them at 8-8. Eight and eight. That wouldn't even make the playoffs. That's being generous. Uh, well, no, not so far. I have them going 7-9. and nine. Uh, Mike Tomlin hasn't done shit since he won that Super Bowl. Uh, sure, he played in one, but he lost that. Uh, you lost Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell. James Conner, he's, he's a good, solid runner, but I just don't see him winning any titles for Russian King. Uh, Juju Smith, he, he's a nice, explosive wide receiver, but again, I just I don't see Big Ben playing the way Big Ben knows how to play. It, Father Time is catching up to him, and he, he's, he's contemplated retiring a few times, so I mean, that kind of tells you his love for the game is just fading out. Whether, um, whether it's the lack of effort that that team puts in to making it to the playoffs every year, that could also play a role. Uh, but who knows? They could bounce back this year. You know, I think a lot of people are thinking that Le'Veon Ball and Antonio Brown were just drama. And a lot of people think that the drama's out the room so that they're just basically going to be okay and everything's going to be all good. But I think people are forgetting the fact that, you know, yeah, James Conner was a good fill-in, but... Yeah, he eventually got injured when it mattered the most, and I think that's just his workload was way too much for him to handle. I don't think you can give him as much of a load as basically you were giving him last season. You gotta, you know, do a little bit more with the other players. I don't think he's gonna put up the numbers he did last season. Um, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, Antonio Brown's out and Juju Smith-Schuster. I can't even say his name right. It's gonna <laughs> basically just take over as number one receiver. A lot of people forget uh, Juju put these numbers as being the number two receiver. There's definitely a big difference when you're the number one targeted guy by defense. Of course, Antonio Brown made all the catches he did being the number one. Uh, Juju did everything he did being the number two. There's a whole di- difference when you're being double teamed and everything's going on. 
So I think Juju's not going to have the numbers he had. You know, I think he's going to be a great receiver. I think he's definitely going to learn. But I don't think in this next season, I think he's going to have a little adjustment period. Being the number one guy, I don't think, you know, obviously Browns are going to, uh, Steelers are going to have as good as a number two guy. Uh, I don't think Ben is what people think he's going to be. A lot of people think this is Ben's comeback season is, and he's just going to do it. Mm. A lot of people forget an athlete can't just, you know, they're, there's not every athlete can just will themselves to have a good season. Uh, you know, some people, their body just catches up to them. I think Ben's, you know, been the guy that he's played hurt a lot. And I think his body's feeling it now. And I don't think he can be the same player he once was. Uh, like George said, Mike Tomlin, you know, he hasn't. He's kind of just lived off the off the coattails that he always has a great team. He really does have a great team set up, but I don't think he knows how to run it. Uh, and I think 8-8 eight, eight and eight is right on the spot. I don't see them making the playoffs again. Um, Not even a wild card. No, I seen Mike Tomlin maybe getting fired after this year. I know the Roonies don't do that a lot. I mean, but, he did get extended. But I feel if they do not make the playoffs, he just got an extension though. If I don't make, they don't make the playoffs. I think they'll definitely be looking to draft a quarterback, see if they can hit something, uh, and they'll definitely start, you know, doing a little rebuilding. Definitely, I think it's time, Pittsburgh. It's time to get rid of start start over. Are we still going? Yes. Are we gonna keep going? Yeah. All right. Uh, next, we got uh, NFC North. Ooh, this is... Uh, uh, starting with the Bears. The Chicago Bears are put at 10. So, obviously, the Bears, you know, won the division last year. They had a very poor showing in the playoffs. Uh, I don't know. What, what is... They're actually put at 10-6. and 10-6. and six. Okay, you know what? I think that's reasonable. Trubisky, just... I, I don't see it. I don't see the greatness. I don't see... I don't see the eliteness there. I see a good game manager, but I, I don't see a guy that's going to throw 300 yards and win you the game in the fourth quarter. You know, I see the the Bears as a great defensive team. Uh, uh, definitely. And a lot of people forget. They go back to the thinking that great defenses win championships. Well, we've obviously proven that not because look at the showing that the Bears had in the playoffs. And, you know, you need to have a good defense, but you also need to have a good offense. I think the Bears' offensive coach is probably one of the best offensive coaches in the league just to make it even seem like the Bears had a good offense because, <laughs> let's be honest, we're talking about Dak Prescott can't be paid $30 million, he can't be this, and he's not that as a quarterback. But, yeah, we paid $28 million to Tr- Mitch Trubisky, which for me is probably like a backup quarterback in the NFL. Uh, at best, he shouldn't even be a starter. Uh, yeah, they paid him $28 million and they have him over here playing. Uh, I think even if they good into the playoffs in the playoffs we all know you need a quarterback uh you need a quarterback to make the throws you're not going to make it through the playoffs and make a good run if you don't have a quarterback uh so even if they have this 10 and 6 which i think they probably will because of their defense um first round exit is the most that i can see for them <sighs> hold, Next. On, hold on let, let, oh you're right go ahead we're not predicting divisions yet uh detroit lions are put at six and ten six and ten uh you know what that's reasonable time after time matthew stafford just he has some amazing games sometimes you got to give it to him for as long as he's been there they should have built a team around that guy but detroit is a dumpster fire and will always be a dumpster fire they do not care about winning football games uh, Matthew Stafford, I believe, got drafted back in 09. Like I said, you did not build a team around that gentleman, like that that man. Like you let Megatron walk away. Like that, as soon as he left, any hopes of them ever being a playoff team just went out the door. 
yeah, you know, the Detroit Lions over here, we got me. I don't think there's much more to say. I think so, George. I think 6-10 and 10 is generous. I think they'll probably be more about a 4-12 and 12 team. Um, you know, the team just can't get it together. You can't uh, you can't have a dysfunction everywhere and expect to win some games. Uh, I think 4-12, and 12, there's really not much more to say. I don't think it's an interesting team. I don't think it's a team that people are going to watch outside of Detroit. Uh, I think 4-12, and 12, and I think that that's all we have to say about that. Next team is an interesting team. Seeing if there's going to be a bounce back is the Green Bay Packers. Uh, predictions are at ten and six, so actually tied with the Bears. That's way too generous. Ten and six, no. I, I, again, same story as the Lions. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I just don't think he has a team built around him to win playoff games, even go ten and six. Honestly, uh, obviously you have a new head coach in Green Bay. Uh, that's. And, you know, again, new head coach, unfamiliar territory. Uh, it's going to be very hard for that team to make the playoffs this year. Um, you know, uh, one of the things I do I do want to say about the Green Bay Packers is, uh, can we stop saying this team's not built around Aaron Rodgers? Can we stop saying that Aaron Rodgers is the, probably the greatest quarterback of all time? Oh, no. And, I don't even agree with that. And Because uh, a lot of people do say it, and a lot of people just say eh, they blame it on the team. Um, you know, one of the things to me is, a lot of people, I think, sometimes give Aaron more credit than he deserves. You know, being a quarterback alone entails a lot more than just knowing how to have accuracy on a football. Uh, you know, there's leadership qualities. There's how you dictate with the coach, how you run plays. Uh, what do you do under moments of pressure? Are you a comeback? Are you able to rally your team back? Um, I don't think Aaron Rodgers has any of that. I think Aaron Rodgers is just extremely talented guy who never really had to work for it. And I think because that, since he got in the NFL and he won that Super Bowl, I think he thought he was just the greatest quarterback ever and he's never had to work for it. So I don't think he's really ever worked at improving himself as a as a leader, uh, as a clutch time player, because I don't think Aaron Rodgers is a clutch time player. I think he crumbles under the pressure. I don't think he's quite a leader. I don't think his team believes in him. He's. Um, I think, you know, he's an amazing talent. Definitely fun to watch. But I don't think he's a guy who can get his really his team pushed far anymore. He, you know, he's been injured. He's older. Uh, age is really catching up to him already. Honestly, we see these quarterbacks playing a long time. I don't see Aaron Rodgers doing that. I see the time really catching up to him, and his skill level has gone down. Uh, I, a lot of people say it's a comeback season for him. <laughs> I don't think he has it in him. I don't think uh, he's ever had a comeback moment in him. I don't think he's a comeback guy. I think when the going gets hard for him, he's he's done because... Like I said, I think he was just a natural, amazing talent, he's, and he's never had to work for it. And I don't think he knows how to work for it. I think, I think it's it's done for him. I don't. I honestly see them probably missing the playoffs again. Obviously, this guy is always gonna put up numbers. He's gonna make whoever's around him play great, but that's not enough. You can't win some games, have some amazing comebacks. And, and just not not finish through with the season, you know? Uh, actually, coming back to that saying amazing comebacks, uh, Aaron Rodgers, out of the current uh, starting quarterbacks that have a few or a few seasons under them, Aaron Rodgers is actually one of the guys that with the least amount of comebacks in the NFL itself. A lot of people think he's a comeback quarterback. The guy does not know how to come back from losing. The guy does not know how to put together a fourth-quarter comeback. Uh, you know I me, mean? He may have one, maybe a season. But the guy is not a consistent coming back. The guy does not know how to play when he's losing. Uh, let's be realistic. He's an amazing talent, but I think the guy crumbles under the pressure. I don't think he's necessarily a guy that knows how to come back. And I think with a team like the Packers, you know, sometimes you have to be a quarterback that knows how to come back and rally the team. He isn't that. 
and he's not going to have that, and the Packers need that. So I think, you know, they're going to miss the playoffs. Definitely, I agree. Last team on this is Minnesota Vikings, put at 9-10. and 10. I'm sorry, 9-10? and 10. Yes. 9-10? and 10. You mean 9-7? and 7. Nine and seven. I'm sorry. Nine and <laughs> so seven. So let let's examine Minnesota real quick. Uh, obviously they were in the playoffs. They had that huge win against the Saints. Remember, uh, they lost to Philly though in the NFC title game, right? Uh, so they missed the they missed the playoffs the following year because you know Kirk Cousins came in and had to ruin the beautiful thing they had going on. Uh, so this is kind of a this is kind of a year for Kirk Cousins to redeem himself. And prove to the Vikings that he deserves that contract he got. But you know what, man? I don't think he's going to do it. Uh, yeah, I think, um, you know, Kirk, uh, Kirk Cousins is just another Mitch Trubisky to me. Another backup quarterback. Uh, I think he's another backup quarterback who I think Kirk Cousins also got paid $28 million a year. Yes, he did. Uh, and that's one of the things when I say, why isn't my boy getting, you know, I, I press for my boy Dak getting paid. Uh, but, yeah, another guy got $28 million here with uh, Kirk Cousins. I think he's a backup quarterback. I don't think um, he's necessarily a starting quarterback. Uh, and like I said before, I don't think you can you cannot be um, a solid team with a backup quarterback as your starting quarterback. You just can't. You can't have that guy being a guy who just crumbles, who's not necessarily a great quarterback. I think nine and seven is generous. I think they'll probably be closer, maybe to seven and nine or eight and eight. Uh, definitely missed the the playoffs. Here now we got to the. To the AFC South. AFC South. Uh, AFC South, we have the, you know, this is actually, you know, I would say going to be an interesting uh, division this next year. We have the Houston Texans placed at 9-7. Nine 9-7. And seven. Nine and seven. Huh. You know what, man? I'm going to give Houston a little credit. Uh, unfortunately, with the coaching, I don't think... They got what it takes to go over the hump, but they definitely have the talent. Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, dude, this team is stacked on offense. If Deshaun Watson can stay healthy, I see them going 10-6 and six and possibly winning the division. You know, yeah, Houston Texans, I think I think Deshaun Watson is a, is a great quarterback. I think, you know, he's one of those... You know, kind of future quarterbacks is going to be in the talk quarterback talk. Maybe possibly a future Hall of Famer. Um, I think DeAndre Hopkins, you know, the guy just catches everything really thrown at him. Uh, I think it's just, you know, the stuff around him. I think uh, the Houston Texans don't have a good O-line. I think, you know, they crumbles. Deshaun Watson is forced to scramble a lot and make plays. Uh, they're always going to be a solid team. I just can't put any money on them being a good team in the playoffs. So I definitely see them. I nine and seven. I see them right around that. I see them maybe getting in wild card, but I do see them being a first round exit. I don't think their team is built to get any farther than that. Um, so I think uh, Vegas. I think Vegas hit the mark on this one. Nine and seven, maybe possibly in a wild card. You know, just depending on how the teams do. But uh, I'm most I see them at a first round exit in the playoffs. Definitely. Uh, again, O'Brien just coming from New England showed a lot of promise, but. He's he's shown that his team cannot play with the big dogs. And then we have another interesting team, the uh, Indianapolis Colts here. Andrew uh, Luck had a 
put pretty out pretty good year last year. Ten and six. Ten and six. Winning the division. You know what? I'm not gonna argue. I, I can definitely see that happen. Uh, I think Andrew Luck played really great last year compared to his other seasons after getting hurt. Um, you know, just give this man some weapons, and I think the Colts can make a run for the division. Uh, one thing with the with the Colts is um, I think they're a great team. And I think that if Andrew Luck can stay healthy, um, I see them as a threat. I see them as a Super Bowl team. Super Bowl. I see them as a Super Bowl team. Well, yeah. I mean, let's not forget. I mean, this, um, this kid was amazing but let, his let, first couple years. Let's be realistic. I And I said it. I think the Colts have done a very great job of building a team around him. I think the coach is great. Um, I think their defense is good. I think their O-line is good. I think their offensive weapons are good. Uh, I think Andrew Luck's a great quarterback. And at one point to me, he seemed like the next great quarterback. He did, but there But was... injuries have started. And I think he's just one of those guys who can't shake injuries. Uh, recent, you know, recent news came out that he's probably going to miss. He's not going to play a single snap in preseason because he's got a... Uh, I think it's something like a calf strain that... They can't figure out, and according to you know some leaks, it's been something that's been bothering him since April. So why haven't since April the guys been able to figure out what's bothering him? It's been since April they've been off season. Why hasn't anybody figured out what's wrong with this guy's calf? I I'm kind of worried that something's gonna happen at the start of the season where this guy, I don't know, tears something in his leg or something and is out for the rest of the season. The Colts definitely can't do without him. No team can really do without their starting quarterback. Uh, so I definitely see the Colts as of, I don't know. I definitely see them being actually, if, if, uh, basically, you know, Andrew Luck can stay healthy and be good. I definitely see them being a 11 and 5, 12 and 14, definitely making a run in the playoffs. If he gets injured, I definitely, you know, early in the season, I definitely don't see him making the playoffs. Uh, if he gets injured going into playoffs, I see him being exited. So I think this team is a good team, but it all just comes down to whether Andrew Luck is healthy or not. I I truly hope that's not the case. Uh, like you said, Andrew Luck just came in with such high high expectations. He delivered. He showed he can perform in this league, and eventually he got injured and just wasn't the same. I really hope this guy bounces back, man. I'd love to see him and Brady go at it. Uh, next we got the Jacksonville Jaguars. Predictions have them at <laughs> predictions have them at eight and eight, missing the playoffs. Eight and eight. Uh, you know what? What I like about this AFC South division, man, is like I think between those three teams, they can all three of those teams can make the playoffs. Jacksonville, Indianapolis, and Houston. I can see those teams getting into the playoffs. Uh, you know, Nick Foles, obviously, he did wonders in Philly. He won. He finally won that city Super Bowl. Who's to say he can't do that for Jacksonville? However, I will argue uh, it's 50-50, honestly. Uh, new coach, new system, new offense, all that good stuff. But let's not forget about that defense Jacksonville has. Yeah, um, you know, with Jacksonville, I think, you know, uh, the, like George said, the defense base is a great defense. Let's not forget what they did two years ago. The defense is there. They're a great defense. I think their offense, you know, obviously they didn't have a quarterback. Uh, God, they finally I got think, rid of Bortles. <laughs> I think this is another team who's very dependent on how the quarterback is. 
I think we're going to have to see from Nick Foles whether, you know, I'm not expecting the Nick Foles of Philadelphia to lead them to a Super Bowl. This is true. Uh, but I'm, uh, I think I'm very, uh, basically I'm looking out to whether Nick Foles is going to be basically a good quarterback or a bad quarterback. Because, you know, we haven't seen Nick Foles play, let's say, a whole season. So, you know, a, whole, a lot of a lot of stuff goes on through a whole season. So, I'm waiting to see. I'm cautious. Waiting to see what Nick Foles can basically do over the term of a whole season. Uh, I think the Jacksonville is going to be very reliant on that. If Nick Foles crumbles and he can't be a, a, quarter, a solid quarterback throughout the whole season, I, don't, I think Jacksonville will miss playoffs, definitely. I think if he can be a good quarterback... They have a shot at making the playoffs, but I don't see this team going far. I don't see this team being a contender. I just see them as maybe possibly entering a, a playoffs. I don't see them going far at all. All righty. Who we got next? Uh, Tennessee Titans. Titans. Uh, they're put at 7-9. 7-9. Nine. Nine. For the life of me, I could not understand why this team went out and got Ryan Tannehill. Why? You have Marcus Mariota as your starting quarterback. Why did you trade for Ryan Tannehill? What do you, what do you think about that? Obviously, Tannehill, um, starter in Miami. Why? I, Why? I think the Titans uh, are skeptic of, of Mariota. I think they don't think he can stay healthy. I don't think he's... They think he's the quarterback for the future. Um, I think maybe they brought, might have brought in Tannehill because they think maybe he'll ignite a fire in Mariota or maybe they want a good, solid backup because they know that Mariota gets injured a lot. That's all I can see. I don't think the Titans are even a contender for playoffs. I nope, think they're not seven all. and nine. I think most likely they'll probably go more something like six and ten. Definitely in limbo. Uh, but I don't. I don't see them as anything. I think the Ryan Tannehill was just a trade because they realized that Marcus Mariota does get injured, and I think they want to have a, a a quarterback that's similar to the to the playing level that they don't go down so much because I think they're a team that kind of expects their quarterback to get basically uh injured so i think that's what they're in but i don't see them as an interesting team i don't see anything going on with them i don't see them making the playoffs i think they're just a team and that's how some teams are next we got the nfc south and i think this is going to be a very interesting division all right let's talk about uh we start off with the falcons uh being eight and eight eight and eight huh well honestly since that super bowl devastating super bowl loss uh I as much as I love Julio, Ridley, Hooper, this offense is explosive. Defense is, has always been the question mark for me for the Falcons. Uh obviously there's talent there, but you can only do so much with talent. Talent has to execute. Talent has to win you games. I see the Falcons maybe getting in as a wild card. Um let's not rule that out. Uh so I say a good 10 and 6, 11 and 5 record. Yeah, so, um, you know, you said 10 and 5? Uh, 11 and 5, 10 and 6. Either record. The Falcons? Uh, I think you're some credit. I think we, um, you know, we've seen, I think Matt Ryan is definitely uh, going down. I think Julio Jones is an all time talent, but I don't think they have enough talent to really get them. You know, this division is a tough division. Uh, you know, their schedule may not be so hard, but. I think eight and eight is right. There will there be. I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. I think eight and eight is right. There will there be. Uh, don't see really too much uh, difference. Their team changing for the better. 
So I think 8-8 eight and eight is good for them. I think they're not going to make the playoffs. I think that's right where they're going to be. Uh, this one's a little interesting. We got the the Panthers. Actually, Poe at 7-9. and nine. What? 7-9 and nine without Cam Newton? I don't see that happening. I see this team at least winning four to four to five games, honestly. Well, I think I'm right there with, with George. I think, uh, you know, the Panthers are very heavy on whether Cam Newton's going to play or not. Uh, right now, the talks are that he'll be ready by game one, uh, that he'll be ready, you know, preseason, that he'll be 100%, that entering the season, he'll be ready to go. And those are some of the talks. Some of the other talks is that he won't be 100% by the season, maybe miss out on a couple games at the start. I don't know. Uh, I definitely think if Cam comes back, I don't I don't see him having a comeback season. I don't think we can ask him to be the quarterback that he has because of the damage his body's taken. Let's not forget that Cam is a very dramatic running quarterback. <laughs> he is a guy that runs. I don't think he's going to do that anymore. I think that definitely, uh, you know, takes down his game a notch because, you know, that was one of his dual threats. It was that he could run at any moment and take off for you. I think as just a pure pack pocket thrower, Cam Newton is not very accurate. Uh, I don't think he's going to be having that comeback season that everybody's expecting him to have. Uh, I think 7-9 is right there for the Panthers. I think that's right where they're going to be at. Now we got an interesting the Saints taking the division. Vegas has them at 11-5. and five. Taking the division? Uh, fuck. I always forget who the... Oh, Tampa Bay. Um... Actually, you know what? Yeah, uh, I believe Saints and Falcons are the top two teams in that division. Uh, we'll get into Tampa Bay right now, but um, I don't see the Saints being hurt that much. I mean, Alvin Kamara is just absolutely a monster in the running game. Uh, Mike Thomas just got paid, I believe, the highest wide receiver. He is now the highest highest paid wide receiver, wide receiver in NFL history. Um, the kid deserved it. Great player. Uh, defense is solid. I, you know what? Saints and Falcons, man. Those two are going to go head-to-head for that division, honestly. Uh, I think Saints is right on the mark because I disagree with the Falcons being as strong as George thinks. I think they'll take the Panthers. I think more realistically for the Saints, I think they'll be, right, they'll be that's pretty realistic. I think they'll be a 10-6 team, 11-5 team. Uh, I don't see the Saints particularly as high of being a, uh, a Super Bowl contender as Vegas has them and as a lot of people think. Uh, I think uh, people are so... I think a lot of people mis- mi- think that Breeze is just another Tom Brady. I think a lot of people think that Breeze is just... um is just playing at his... Uh, still playing at a, as high as level as Tom Brady is because they're about the same age. Breeze, I think, is a year younger or two. I think a lot of people think, you know, Tom Brady's doing it, Drew Brees is doing it too. Uh if you really see Tom Brady if you really see Drew Brees during that Cowboys game they had here, where was it about week um I believe it was like week eleven. I think I think it was about week twelve that they had that. Around that time. And from there on, if you really see Drew Brees was putting an MVP season before that. But what happened after that game? We see age. That's really what we see. Drew Brees' arm caught tired. He couldn't throw. Father time. He couldn't up. throw um, deep. He wasn't as accurate. Uh, I think in, in the playoffs, you know, a lot of people are complaining about that one play or why they weren't in the Super Bowl. <laughs> 
let's we're not gonna, forget. But let's not forget all the other plays that came before that. Um, you know, let's just not for let's not forget. Let's just not remember about one play. The Saints really want to complain. Then we should watch the whole game, and then we should acknowledge all the bad plays that were called. This is true. So let's not be the Saints and just say one <clears throat> play kept us out of the Super Bowl and not remember about the three plays well, that should have been called on them that probably would have taken a touchdown away from them. Don't also forget that pick that uh, Drew Brees threw as well. So um, let's let's just uh, you know I don't think the Saint I think the Saints just had a monster running game with both Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara. I think, you know, that was just such an explosive game. I think losing Mark Ingram is definitely going to hurt them. Uh, I think Drew Bees is even going to be less uh, um, less as high a performer. Uh, I see them. I definitely see them winning the division. I think they're going to get into the playoffs. Uh, I don't see them winning a Super Bowl anymore. I think, uh, you know, that window's closed on that the Saints has closed. with Drew Brees. I think that window's closed for Drew Brees. Uh, maybe Saints fans don't want to think about it, but I would definitely start looking for a new quarterback. Because I think Drew Brees has at most one season left where he's good. I think after that, you're going to see a disgracious downfall. Uh, you know, I don't think we want to see that. We don't. The last team is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Prediction is at 6-10. and 6-10. and 10. Uh, You know what? That's not a bad record for them. Uh, obviously, Bruce Arians has had success in the NFL. He's been out of the game for a while, though. Uh, Jameis Winston, to me, is just... He's just not a good quarterback. I would not start my franchise with Jameis Winston, sadly. Uh, I just don't see this young man performing as well as people think he should. Um, you know, the type of way being at 6-10, and 10, I think it's very generous. I think, you know, a lot of people want to say, well, Fitzmagic wasn't good. Fitzmagic was probably the best quarterback they had on that team. It's been a while since they've had a good quarterback. Uh, I don't think that that team, you know... Really has any potential? I don't think the Golden State and ten. I think more more realistically, can be about a three and thirteen or four and twelve team. Uh, I don't see anything going on here. I don't see they're having a quarterback. I don't see any any player having a breakout season. I just don't see anything here. I think they're going to be more likely around a three and thirteen or a four and twelve team. And I think they should definitely draft a quarterback in this next draft. I agree. Uh, when uh, Jameis Winston, it's just. It's not he's not a franchise quarterback. Next we have the AFC West. Oh boy. Uh, Here we starting go. off with the Denver Broncos are predicted at being six and ten. So I I predict that Joe Flacco will lose his starting quarterback job by week eight. Obviously they brought in Drew Locke, uh quarterback, rookie. Uh, I believe that young man might take over as a starter. Uh, you also have two other quarterbacks currently on the roster, but who knows if they'll make the 53. Uh, but definitely, I mean, you have a decent running game with Philip Lindsay, um, you know, bright young running back. You still have Emmanuel Sanders. They just drafted Noah Fant. I mean, this team is decent. Obviously, the defense, Von Miller, Chris Harris, still solid players. But uh, I, I would say Broncos have like a seven and nine record. Yeah, I think you know Vegas has them right there. I don't think uh, you know. I think uh, getting Joe Flacco was very dumb. Uh, I would have definitely gone for Nick Foles instead. You know, he knew he was going to be out in the market. I would have waited and got a Nick Foles. Um, I don't. I just. I don't see Joe Flacco being a quarterback. Anymore, I don't. Uh, they have Case Keenum. 
Uh, you know, I think they have great players on the defensive side. I don't think their offense is there. Um, you know, they're going to go up against some good teams, honestly, in their division. Uh, so I think 6-10 and 10 is right around where the Broncos are going to be. Maybe 7, you know, 7-9. and nine. Actually, Case Keenum uh, went to the Redskins. So, wow, we totally missed that one. He can potentially be a starter for Washington, I believe. Next, we got the Chiefs. And the Chiefs oh. are predicted to be 11-5. and five. Let me just say, I definitely see the Chiefs winning the division. Um, Chargers might give them a run. Uh, again, Chargers have proven not to win anything. But let's not forget about Andy Reid. Same shit, different toilet. Andy Reid, as much as a great coach as he is, as an offensive mastermind that he is, he has nothing to show for it. Numbers can only get you so much for your legacy to 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 rise, you know. Obviously, the man's gonna have a great legacy once he retires. However, this man, I don't want to say he deserves a Super Bowl ring because he's had no, time after time opportunities to win one, and the man could just not execute as a coach. Yeah, you know, I think we're hitting around a spot. I think you know with Andy Reid. Um, everybody just takes all-time talent at coaching, and everybody has them in these high remarks. But let's be honest: um, you want to? Do you want a coach? You know, who coaches three great seasons, or does never wins, or do you want a coach that coaches one good season, wins a Super Bowl, and coaches two bad ones? We're all gonna pick the Super Bowl, obviously. Um, you know, Andy Reid, like George said, he's had he's had the chance. He's had great teams. Uh, he just chokes. Let's be honest: he chokes. Uh, as much as uh, you want to give him credit, um, you know, he I, for me, he's never going to be an all-time great because he couldn't get over that little hump. I think Andy Reid will eventually be forgotten as a coach uh, just because as much as he was good, um, a lot of a lot of coaches are good and they can make teams run. But you really have to be great to nitpick what other teams do good. And I don't think Andy Reid can do that. Um, I think the Chiefs, you know, obviously with Mahomes, I think they are going to miss... I think they're going to miss, miss Kareem Hunt a bit. Uh, personally, me, I think Tyreek Hill should have been suspended. I don't know how he <laughs> uh, Players have been suspended for way less. Uh, I don't know under one circumstance he wasn't suspended at all. Uh, I think Patrick Mahomes is... You, know, I don't think Patrick Mahomes will put up a season. Uh, people think that he's just going to have the exact same type of season Whoa. as he did last year. that... That's pretty. That's a pretty bold prediction, there, man. I mean, what? Uh, I mean, granted, that was Mahomes' first year as a starter. There is such thing as a sophomore slump, but this kid can ball out, man. I don't think Mahomes will ever have as have as good of a season as he had his first season as a starter. I honestly think he's gonna replicate that season, if not better. Do you think he's gonna throw for over five thousand yards? And have over 50 touchdowns in one season. Well, let me rephrase and that. And be an MVP again. <laughs> let me. I am saying, I'm not saying he's not going to have a great season. Let I me. definitely think he's an all-time talent. What I'm saying is, you can't expect this guy. That was an all-time season. There's a reason why in the history of the NFL, only three quarterbacks have thrown in a season for over no, 50 touchdowns. No, you're touchdowns. right. You're absolutely right. That's not just something you replicate. You're right. You're right. Can you're right. we remember the fact? That this guy had Kareem Hunt, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Just taking away Kareem Hunt takes a lot of that away. Don't forget Sammy Watkins, man. That guy came through. Um, You know, 
I I see him having a great season. I don't see him replicating the same thing. And let's be honest, even with the monster great season that this guy had, do you think they couldn't get to the Super Bowl? Uh, you know, I think they were close. Really, I think if you really take into account their 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 uh, coach with They're... Andy Reid, I don't think he has enough to put to really coach them to a Super Bowl. Uh, I don't think I don't think Patrick Mahomes will ever have a talented as a talented as Kareem Hunt, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey at the same time. Um, I think I think he uh, he gets nervous at the starts of games. I think that's just something that he has. Uh, and they don't know how to come back. I don't think they're going to be... I definitely agree with you there. I saw that a lot during the playoffs. He would just start off cold and warm up as the game goes. And... Uh, if you want to win games in this league, you gotta be on point every single. And let's quarter. let's be honest. A lot of people think Kareem Hunt wasn't a big loss. Um, oh no, have, he if definitely you don't have a, was. Kareem Hunt being a threat in the, you know, in the backfield, um, you know, people are gonna be put more focus on Tyreek Hill. You know, a lot of the reason Tyreek Hill was so open also was because you can't you can't really uh, double team a guy when you have so much offensive weapons. You obviously take one of those great offensive weapons out. You can focus more on the other guys. You can focus more on putting a deep threat guy on Tyreek Hill where Patrick Mahomes can't just launch it up there and expect Tyreek Hill to be open. Uh, so I definitely see his numbers falling a bit, not because of you know how good he is, just because of what he has around him. That was just an amazing season that you can't just expect him to replicate. Uh, I think they are definitely an 11-5 team. Uh, I definitely think they have the potential to get far in the AFC. Uh, I just don't see them winning a Super Bowl. I definitely see them as one of the teams in the talk that could possibly do it. I just don't see them personally winning it. Again, I mean, as much as I would say Andy Reid deserves one, he just he he doesn't want it, man. He doesn't want it. He softens up during the playoffs, and that's think, what hurts him. I think his biggest thing is he's a ma- he's one of those coaches made for the regular season. I think when it comes to playoffs, I think he doesn't know how to adapt. I think he has a set style of play that he's going to play, and I think you know once you get in the playoffs and you're really against those coaches that are vying for a Super Bowl, um, I think they know how to read him and what he's going to throw, and I think he gets completely flabbergasted, and I don't think he knows how to adapt, and I don't think he knows how to read what teams are going to do against him. So I definitely don't see him as being a a Super Bowl winner. Uh, next we got the Chargers at twelve and four, actually taking this division. Chargers taking it. Wow. Well, they lost Williams to the Raiders. Um, you know, obviously, if Joey Boza can have a good, healthy season, I see that pass rush definitely being a threat. Um, again, man, uh, I don't know. I. I I don't see Phillip Rivers winning a Super Bowl. It would have happened by now, and it hasn't. Yeah. Um, I think Phillip Rivers, you know, is a guy that everybody's like, this is one of my things. I feel like so much quarterbacks have just said, this is a Hall of Fame quarterback. That's a, do you know that probably in the NFL right now, just about 30% of the quarterbacks by most people suggested to be future Hall of Famers. Just how is that possible? How is this so easy to get into the Hall of Fame? Why are we saying Phillip Rivers is a future Hall of Famer? You can't just put up numbers. I think, you know, he's never done anything in the... I don't think he's good in postseason. I think when pressure comes, he crumbles. Uh, we've seen it uh, We've seen it when pressure comes to him. He just starts throwing bad. He doesn't know how to 
get his uh, basically rhythm. playing his rhythm. Uh, I think he's just somebody. I think he's just like Andy Reid. Him and him and Andy Reid are a match made in heaven. They can <laughs> put you up great numbers, and you know they can have the talks of, oh my gosh, this guy's amazing. Uh, but when it comes down to when you got a performer, you really got to put it. You know, put it to work, uh, win a Super Bowl. They can't get it done. They can't. I don't think Philly Rivers can get it done. I think they can definitely have a twelve and four season. I think they, you know, they have a chance of taking this division from basically the Chiefs. But I do not see them going far in the playoffs. I think you know they're going to meet opponents that are strong, and I think they're going to be taken out. And I just think that's the type of the char- team the Chiefs are. The Chargers are a good By team. By who? New England. Um, there's a lot of teams. Uh, they could be. You know, there's a lot of teams in the in this uh, AFC. I think the. The Browns could take him out. I think the Chiefs could take him out. Um, obviously, the Patriots. I I don't see them even getting to an AFC championship. I think the I think the Chargers are just a team who's a really good team, but in we shouldn't expect too much out of them in the playoffs. I agree. Uh, lastly, we have in this division the Raiders. The Raiders. Obviously, They're the going Raiders. Five and eleven. Obviously, the Raiders do have some hype to them. I mean. And let's be honest, any team that adds Antonio Brown is automatically as good as they were before. This guy is such an explosive player. He makes plays. Age is not catching up to this wide receiver, as far as I can tell. Yeah, one of the things, you know, uh, I think the Raiders, um, you know, have done some some stuff good as a team. Uh, Definitely getting Antonio Brown, you know, I think Derek Carr, uh, I think Derek Carr, you know, for me is a great quarterback. I think a lot of people forget that. You know, obviously the Raiders have just had a horrible team the past years. I don't think, you know, they've really had any potential. The one thing I worry about the Raiders is their bad O-line and, you know, the amount of sacks that Derek Carr takes and how much rushes he faces. Uh, you know, one of the things with Antonio Brown, you do have to get him some time. You do have to give him some time to separate. Um, I think it's it might be hard with the Raiders just because they have such a bad O-line, I think. You know, Derek Carr is continuously put under pressure. Uh, I don't think Gruden is a good quarterback. I don't know what the Raiders were thinking in giving him such a long contract. Uh, I definitely think that uh, I personally see this team tanking. Uh, I'm not going to lie. One of the things that I've thought since they announced their move to Vegas, I think that this team traded away pieces to get a bunch of of basically picks. And I think they're going to try to tank to get a high pick this year, too. Uh, I think they're just trying to set up for Vegas. I think they're done with Oakland. I think they're done with whatever's going on. I think they're just ready to make a splash in Vegas. I don't think they really care about this year. Uh, for them, probably having the number one pick would probably be more important than having a good That's season. That's actually a, good, a really good point. Uh, uh, we've, th- seen, we've seen when teams relocate, there's an immediate turnaround the following season. Uh, yeah, I think, I think they've basically given up. I think that's why they went after all these picks. They want to give a fresh new group. I think I tell you about, you know, they definitely want to have some media coverage. I think they're basically, you know, with all this picks and everything, I think they're done with this season. I think they're just ready for Vegas, uh, five and eleven. I think that's right on the mark of where they're gonna be. Man, that is, if you're a Raiders fan, like that's gotta be also pretty heartbreaking. Yet exciting. I mean, they're going to fucking Vegas. Like that's where the ballers go, man. Like. I, I can see I can see Oakland game. Oh, I'm sorry, Oakland. I can see Raider games being really fun and intense, especially in that city, man. You're getting uh, people from all over the world that are gonna attend these games, and 
I think it's going to be an overall good atmosphere. But again, like I said, anytime a team relocates, there's an immediate turnaround for that team. Look at look at the Rams and the Chargers and how well they've been doing. All right. So last division here, we got the NFC West. Ooh, let's go. Interesting team right here. Uh, let's start off. I think this is definitely going to be one of the those great divisions. Let's start off with the Cardinals. Uh, Vegas has them at four and twelve. Four and twelve. Kyler Murray. I agree. I just don't see this kid being an NFL starter. Honestly, um, I definitely think that a lot of people, um, you know, maybe they will call me hater, but people forgetting his size. I think a lot of people are comparing him to other quarterbacks when you can't. Um, a lot of people, you know, I've heard stuff. Where they're comparing him all, but Russell Wilson, oh, no. Baker Mayfield was a small guy. Have you guys seen Kyler Murray? This guy is just small all around. This guy's probably measuring right around five nine. Wow. Um, that you know some people walking by him at the combine and stuff. They're measuring him right around five nine. Uh, this is you know Russell Wilson, Baker Mayfield. These guys are basically like five eleven, six feet guys. That's not short. That's not. That's not short by regular standards. Kyler Murray is a short, is not a short guy, but in the NFL, that is very short. And if you guys see this guy's body, his body is small. His, you know, this guy, you know, they say, oh, but he was small in college and he would run and do this. We forget college is not. It's college. You know, the uh, college is college. NFL is NFL. I don't think this guy's going to be able to run around as easy as he was able to do so in, in basically college. I think once this guy gets hit, I think he's really going to feel it. I think a lot of people, you know, just because Russell Wilson, Baker Mayfield, these guys are shorter guys, I think they're thinking that sh- all short guys can make it. Uh, there's a difference between being a little bit shorter and stocky than being basically what uh, Kyler Murray is, where it's just, if you probably saw him, just an average-ass bloke on the block. You would never think this guy's a quarterback. <laughs> uh, a his bloke. throwing is not that great, honestly. Uh, people just have him built on the fact that he runs and he does this. Uh you're, if you're going to critique Lamar Jackson, uh, I think if that guy would have been in that draft class, Kyler Murray, I honestly believe Kyler Murray, uh, Lamar Jackson is better than Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray was just hyped because he's the number one pick. I don't think Arizona Cardinals really had any other choice. I think that's what they just decided to go for. Uh, but I think this guy's definitely going to be a disaster in the NFL. I think, you know... This guy's going to play in the Cardinals. I think eventually he's going to become a backup quarterback, I, if not out of the league. I really don't think in this past draft that there was one great quarterback. There was not. I really don't. There was no quarterbacks in this draft. But let me tell you, if there is if there is a uh, if there is a to me if there if the team that's going to tank this year you're definitely going to get your choice at record. But I think the guy from Clemson, what's his name? Um, What's this guy's name? Clemson? Yeah, he's a quarterback from Clemson. Uh, he's a white guy. He has like the long hair. I don't know if you've seen him. Ah, next year. You're talking about next year's draft. Yeah. Uh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, I think he's definitely... I think that Here, guy's going to be an all-time talent. I can, I can edit this out. Let me find his name real quick. Clemson quarterback. Oh, I could do roster. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. I definitely think Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I think you're, you're going to tank this season. Uh, this is a good season to tank. 
I think you're definitely going to pull a monster quarterback. I think this guy's the real deal. You really think so? I think he's the real deal if you're really going to tank. Uh, I think, uh, you know... Arizona. The guy's build at 6'5". That's pretty tall for a quarterback. The guy is basically a build of Peyton Manning. And I've seen his arm. And I think this guy is the real deal. I think his talent translates to the NFL. I think he's just a great quarterback. I think he is really one of those young quarterbacks of the future. I think the Cardinals whiffed on Kyler Murray. I think they bought all the hype of Kyler Murray. Definitely. Um, for me, Kyler Murray will be, uh, won't be a starter You know, after his stint with the Cardinals. Think people are gonna realize that size does matter. There, uh, as much as we want to say it doesn't, there is a certain size. If you're gonna be that small, you have to be stocky. You have to be able to take these hits. You gotta be and, able to withstand. Yeah, exactly. And Kyler Murray can't. Uh, he can't do any of that. I think. I think. Four and twelve. I think they probably will go for. I think they'll probably go three and thirteen, maybe even. Two and. Two and fourteen, and I do not. I would not. I would basically not put it past the Cardinals to draft another quarterback in the first round next year. <sighs> that would be silly. I mean, they wasted a pick in Rosen. They shipped his ass to Miami. And but at got... one point, you have to keep trying. You can't just say, well, we wasted a pick on Kyler Murray now, so we got to stay with him. If you have a number one pick again, take Trevor Lawrence. I I more than agree. I, and I definitely see that young man being a, a, a decent quarterback in the league, at least the potential is there. Uh, next, we got the Rams that are posed at ten and six. Ten and six. Wow, that's quite a drop from thirteen and three. Um, let's be honest here, man. Jared Goff. What are your thoughts on that guy? Um, I th- I don't. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's definitely a franchise quarterback for the Rams because, you know, they're not going to be losing with him. But I don't really, definitely do not see him as an all-time quarterback. Uh, but, you know, not every team can get that. Not every team can just have an all-time quarterback. If you really think about it right now, uh, not every team has an all-time quarterback. Uh, I think if you don't have an all-time quarterback, you definitely got to build your team in other places. Uh, so I'm not going to bash on him. I think he's a good quarterback and not a great quarterback. Um, but I don't see, I you know, I see this little Rams team having a little drawback. I don't see Todd Gurley being that great, you know. Todd Gurley always gets injured. Todd Gurley uh, can't perform in the big games. Not only, yeah, not to mention uh, he was he was he was ghosted during the playoffs. I mean, he was. Yeah, I think he was. I mean, there's a reason why the coach did not want to play him. He seemed unsure of himself when he did play. Uh, he just seems like a guy that doesn't know how to respond in the big times. Uh, I think he's highly overpaid. Which is sad. I love watching Todd Gurley play. Uh, and then he's drastically overpaid, I feel, as a running back. Uh, so, yeah, I, don't, I see this team maybe going more like 11-5. and five, But I don't. Def, I definitely do not see him being the threat that they were in the last year's season. And not only that, I mean, you lost in Dominican Sue. I mean, he was a huge role in that D-line. But, yeah, no, uh, I think the Rams can still, you know, obviously make it to the playoffs. uh, But I don't know if I see them winning the division. Uh, Let's see, who do you you have next that you're going to talk about? And next we got the San Francisco 49ers. Vega has them at 8-8. Ah, come on, Vegas. Well, listen, obviously I'm always going to be biased with my team. Uh, however, um, the talent is there, man. It's undeniable. Jimmy G, 
a product of Bill Belichick coming to San Francisco has displayed great, great. Um, he's displayed great games. You know, his performance has been solid. Uh, however, unfortunately, he got injured, and it kind of had a rocky start to last season. Uh, but you know, he, the drive is there, man. The the passion, the the willingness to come back in the fourth quarter, it's there, man. It really is, and I'm really excited to see my team play this year. You know. I want to think about the Niners. I think I think they're definitely, uh, you know, probably the team that are going to have the biggest turnaround this year because they were definitely, you know, four and twelve team last year. I think they're probably going to be the uh, most dramatic change. I think they're. I think what makes it a little hard is just the division and how good uh, both, you know, Rams and Seahawks are in their division. Uh, but I definitely do see the Niners, you know, um, stirring up the pot here in in the season. I don't see them going far in the playoffs. But I definitely got to say, if all those players that they have can stay healthy, you know, the guy they have, what's his name? Uh, is it George Kittle? George Kittle, tight uh, end. I definitely see him being as probably, uh, at this point with Gronk out, probably being the second best tight end in the game have to after Trevor, Travis Kelsey. Uh, and I think, you know, I think they can definitely have a big turnaround. Uh, but I definitely, just because of who they have in their division, I probably see them as a 9-7 and seven team. Um maybe maybe 10 and 6 you know pushing it a little bit so maybe making a wild card appearance in the playoffs uh but that's realistic what i see them at and i think part of part in that is just because of the division that they have uh and you know if they can stay healthy that's one of the biggest things if that team can stay healthy the biggest if right there um obviously like i said you have talent you have Richard Sherman, George Kettle, Jimmy G. Not to mention the backfield is just stacked with running backs. Uh, again, the biggest thing for this team last year was that everyone got hurt. And I, again, I, I I agree. Like this team, I believe is is a sleeper team, definitely. Uh, last thing we have here is gonna be the Seattle Seahawks, who are poised at ten and six. After Russell Wilson just signed his contract for being the highest paid quarterback. He's the highest paid quarterback in the league right thirty five million a year. Just no signed a contract. Way. He signed a contract for thirty five million a year, making him the number one paid quarterback in the league. Wow. I think that's kind of a dumb move, honestly. Why? I, I don't think Russell Wilson's great and all, but I don't think he should be the highest paid quarterback in the league. Why not? Who would you pay more than him? There's plenty of guys that can get paid more. Uh, Remember, you're not signing guys to quarterbacks to one-year deal. You're uh, signing guys, quarterbacks are signed to longer deals. Who else would you give that money to? Well, there's your guy, Dak Prescott. You would pay Dak Prescott more than you would pay Russell Wilson. Of course not. But I'm just saying, I'm, I'm throwing out... Potential quarterbacks that can get paid more. Name me who you would pay. Okay, you're talking about a let's say a five year deal. You got to put on this quarterback a five year deal. Well, not to mention, no, no. Okay, let's just say four years. You got to give this quarterback a four year contract at least, and you got to pay him over thirty five million. Who would you pay? Patrick Mahomes. Who else? Patrick Mahomes. 
Do you not think Patrick Mahomes is going to get paid to that? Patrick Mahomes is definitely Patrick be... Mahomes, we all know, is going to get paid to that. He is. Who else would you pay that to? <sighs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think Carson Wentz has gotten an extension, has he? I think uh, Carson Wentz... See, that's where I'm I believe if Carson Wentz bounces back this year, if he hasn't already gotten an extension... The Eagles will definitely extend his contract and pro- possibly make him the highest paid quarterback in the league. So you I, think I, I, that Carson Wentz is better than Russell Wilson? No, I, I don't. And and as a Niners fan, unfortunately, I've witnessed a lot of great plays from Russell Wilson. So why do you think other other quarterbacks deserve it, but not Russell Wilson? I just don't think he's the same Russell Wilson. I think that's why. Did you why, see his numbers last season? I think that's why I'm hesitant. Did you see his numbers last season? I did, uh, but again, it, it, you it, want me to pull them up right now? So you, pull uh, them up. I'm gonna pull them up just so you can see pull the type up. of season Russell Wilson pull had. Them up. That's what I'm doing. I'm getting on the Google I'm right scared now for of shit. All Russell Wilson uh, stats. Russell Wilson. Okay. What are, we lo- what are we looking at? In 2018, do you know this man had his best season ever? Wow. Okay. Let me l- just let me show you the stats. Show me. 3,448 yards, 35 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, with a quarterback rating of 110. And look, if you see here, all he's done is basically get better. Look, he came into the league. He's always, he's not a guy who's going to throw for so many yards because we all know he runs a lot, too. Definitely. He is a, a running quarterback. A running quarterback will always throw a little bit less yards, but he is a great runner, and he can take the hits. He's always been right around that 3,500 to 4,000 mark in throwing. We know that's where he stays. Thirty. Um, before this 35, he threw th- for 34 touchdowns in 2015, threw for 34 in 2017, Threw for 35 in 2018. But last year was the season with when he threw the less, least interceptions in his career. He posed the highest quarterback rating he ever had last year. Last year's stats were his best season, best season ever as a quarterback. You know what? Excuse my ignorance. Uh, I'm going to have to agree with you then. Numbers are there, obviously. And I think we forget how much Russell Wilson has carried this team. Since when? When was that last Super Bowl appearance? Um, back in twenty. What is it? Twenty fifteen. Twenty. Well, the twenty fourteen season. Since then, I think uh, Russell Wilson wasn't even given the credit he deserves for being the quarterback on that team. I think you know the defense took everything. I think Russell Wilson wasn't even given the credit he deserved. Well, not to mention, uh, you still had uh, beast mode, you know, yeah. Seahawks. You know, I think credit, uh, Russell Wilson has never been given credit for winning a Super Bowl, even though he was an outstanding quarterback. I think, you know, just because of what they had around them defense-wise and uh, Marshawn Lynch, I think he just was like, ah, he's just whatever quarterback. Um, I think since that run, we got to admit it to ourselves, those players left. That team, you know, you can't say this is the Legion of Boom. That team hasn't been the Legion of Boom since they had that last quarterback uh, Super Bowl appearance. The Legion of Boom died that Super Bowl. And But since then, those four seasons, the Seattle Seahawks have never been taken out of Super Bowl talks. 
they have always been in the in those you know uh, playoff contenders. They've always been a team who you say in the playoffs you're scared to play. If you play in the Seattle Seahawks in the soup in the playoffs, it's not a team you can take lightly. It's a, definitely a team who can beat you. And who has that been thanks to? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson has kept that team alive. This is one of the things where I say Aaron Rodgers isn't such a great quarterback as everybody hypes him up to be. Russell Wilson in these past four seasons has not had a great team by any standards that we can just say, oh, they have an awesome team. That team should be there. Uh, but Russell Wilson has kept them there. And he's always kept them as a team. Even this past season, even when they got eliminated, you know, they're a team who you can't take lightly. They can always beat you at any given moment in the playoffs. Uh, I think Russell Wilson's done that for that. For that fact, I think, he, I think at this moment, he does deserve to be the highest, highest paid quarterback because as much as I love Tom Brady, you know, he is older. You can't offer him that much money at this age because especially you can't just sign him for a long contract. Uh, I think Patrick Mahomes, I think next year he's going to sign a deal. I think he'll, at that time he'll definitely become the highest paid quarterback. I don't think you should pay Carson Wentz the big money because he is injury prone. And I think you can't just say he had a bounce back season and now we're ready to pay him all this money. But what about Dak? I think Dak is gonna. I think Dak is gonna pay, get paid thirty million. Uh, because that's what the market entails. You're paying guys like Kirk Cutchin and Mr. Trubisky twenty eight million. <laughs> uh, Dak is definitely you know a quarterback who's kept the Cowboys winning. Whatever you want to say, you know he has a winning record. Uh, so I think just because of how the market is, I think you have to pay him thirty million. <laughs> <laughs>